Hello, ladies and gentlemen out there in Radioland. This is Those Muckrakers coming to you live once again through the power of the internet. I'm Pat. I'm Pete. I'm Bobby. And this is episode number 123. And in today's episode, tell them what we'll be doing, Pete. Oh, man. Uh, we're all going to die because of climate change. Uh, New York gets a new governor. Um, Mike Lindell proves to us again that crackhead's going to crackhead. Mm-hmm. Um, and Barack Obama just turned 60, which is exciting news because that means in just like, what, 18 years, he'll be old enough to run for president. <laughs> I really enjoyed that uh, Joe Biden on his birthday wore a tan suit. What a way to fucking Biden stick it right to the establishment. <laughs> wait, Joe. Wait, who did Joe Biden? Yeah, he wore a tan suit on Obama's birthday. Oh, oh. that was a reference to uh, Suitgate, Tan Suitgate. Yeah, oh, I yeah. bet Tucker, Tucker Carlson's head must have exploded when he saw that. Hold yeah. that, Biden. If you've been living under a rock for the last, I don't know how many years, um, everybody got really mad at Obama when he wore a tan suit. Well, uh, conservatives were told to get mad at Barack yes, Obama yes, for yes, wearing yes, a tan yeah. suit. It was the right. idiot. It was the idiot ball of the week. They're like, oh, I wore mm-hmm. a tan suit. Run with that. I've been seeing so many more idiot balls since you first like brought that concept up to me. Like, in order for the, this plot to advance, one person has to be a total moron. Yep. And I've been seeing that over <laughs> and over again in the current uh, World of Warcraft storyline. I'll spare the <laughs> listeners, but like the story right now is so bad because it requires one person to be a total and complete moron, or else there is no story whatsoever. Like, not, this entire expansion yep. does not happen if one person's not toting the idiot ball, which is kind of relevant to uh, one topic. I was going to bring up, which is all the uh, sexual harassment lawsuits going on at Blizzard. Oh, man, it's kind of kind of hard to uh, write good stories when um, you're always getting groped by your boss every day. Yeah, apparently it's also really hard to hide the really high uh, covid death rate numbers of people in old folks homes when you're busy sexually Mm -hmm. harassing everybody in the governor's office. Yeah, like why? Why are so many people sexually harassing people? They need to cut. Actually, I don't think it's that there are more these days. I think it's that we're discovering it more these days. We're like how a lot more people were found to have. What was it? Autism after we got a test for autism. And then suddenly we're like, oh, there's so many more. After we actually started looking for it, like, you know, correlation, not just saying, oh, um, your son's an idiot. Here, let us let us bar your family the shame and throw them in this asylum. Or, like, or yeah. my child was taken by the fairies and I was given a changeling. You yeah. know, uh, oh, my I kid's a le- my kid was replaced with a leprechaun baby, and that's why he's weird. Um, mm-hmm. Before we knew what autism was, yeah. So, um, I, my favorite headline uh, for um, uh, this week, I can't remember what paper it was, but it was about. Um, Cuomo stepping down and it said Cuomo no mo. I was about to say wow. Cuomo is no mo. And I was like, that's good. I like that. Yeah. So this asshole finally stepped down. Um, so was it just the sexual harassment that got him, or was it that he tried to hide the thousands of old people that died of COVID? I think, it's be- I think it's because Cuomo is a bitch hoe. Yeah. And his brother's not that much better. Um, I got a I got a specific axe to grind against his brother when I had COVID and I was like trying not to die. Someone sent me this Chris Cuomo video where he's like, you know, I found it out. I figured COVID wants you to lay down. You have to get up and fight it. You have to do cardio to fight COVID. And I talked to my sister. My talk to my sister who's like a neuro ICU nurse, and she goes, "No, don't don't do cardio. Fucking (laughs) sit your ass down." And listen to your doctor. Don't listen to Chris Cuomo. He's an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> I've hated like, him since then. 
Uh, I mean, a lot of people have a lot of wacky theories about it because they just can't accept the fact that what they've heard about COVID is true. It has to be some kind of conspiracy, something deeper going on here than just a sickness began. And now we all have it and we need to get used to that and like deal with it it's just I mean, like when um jfk was assassinated it's like so well you know after the book depository there's also the guy in the grassy knoll because presidents don't just get shot you know how some do, people though. are like true crime nerds i was always like a plague nerd growing up so like <laughs> i've been reading about this stuff since i was in like middle school so like when everyone's just like it, it's gotta be made by a lab i'm like or you know the disgusting petri dish that is nature just makes diseases because that's what it does well, it's, also, it's also you know the, the 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 covid vaccine conspiracy crowd and like in a venn diagram the covid 19 it's a conspiracy crowd is is with the 9-11 truther crowd it's just a circle like it's you know it's it's we we probably have enough data at this point to just be able to start labeling people actual conspiracists like just you know if if you have you know if you get you know if you get five holes in this punch card uh yeah. we're just going to go ahead and label you a conspiracist and we'll give well, you your own special <laughs> verified check mark and you know it's i think it used to be that all five, these people there was a couple of them and everyone the white suits on us <laughs> everyone had them and like they were all in a different neighborhood right like mm -hmm. everyone there was like one but they didn't know each other they couldn't right. talk and then so, the so internet, there was no like synergy yeah. between conspiracies yeah 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 so like no, only the my, it didn't build my, upon my, itself my, my favorite version of that is uh you know back in the day we all had that that one friend with a shitty older brother who lived in the basement well into his 20s who would tell us all this weird and crazy who tells all this weird and crazy nonsense now now everyone just has joe rogan like yeah, it's um yeah, <laughs> yeah it's just it's, it's it's i call it lazy conspiracy theory man you used to have to like go out to montana and like build a house and put up an am radio receiver and dial in at the right time <laughs> to listen to your fucking nonsense and you had to do the work and you had to pass out the leaflets now you just yeah. google your fucking craziness Oh, and then well, you tweet it out and then yeah, get yeah. banned like um what's her name marjorie taylor green did yeah. again for the fourth the time actually seven, so news from georgia marjorie taylor green has been banned from twitter it's it's again. not a perma ban it's a temp suspend and uh apparently and, uh, one more and it could be permanent could right, no, be I though i think it's five i think it's five if they're if all five are serious enough so she's on number two of five suspensions and it was for tweeting out, let's see, and, uh, spin the wheel of conservative bullshit and stop. It was COVID-19 vaccination conspiracy theories. Um, yep. She was saying, she oh, it's not working her, as well. As she, she told her followers that she was going to um, try to convince the FDA to never approve the COVID vaccines. Yeah, so, yeah I mean, so that would be yeah the most uh, the most frustrating thing about this is I had and an she argument. has power she has power so i mean she could well, tell them that very, hopefully they won't listen she, to her but she she has a single vote she's been stripped of all of her committee assignments and all good that kind of stuff, so. i had an argument people with realize somebody, that she's fucking crazy so. i had an argument with somebody oh, yeah. about this and i i said to them i went okay i go well then what is the end game and they went i don't know but i know they have one mm. no can we talk about my favorite end game uh marvel 
Oh. <laughs> Mike Mike yeah. Lindell, Infinity War. <laughs> Mike Lindell. I've collected all the fe- all the bellows, folks. It's, and now the rats Mike, they keep calling at the walls. Mike Lindell and the Infinity Boats. So what he's been claiming, <laughs> what he's been claiming apropos of nothing since the election is that Donald Trump actually won 49 of the 50 states. Yep. 49. Including oh, so like Ronald Reagan. Yeah. So like which Ronald one Reagan. did he lose? Uh he lost Wisconsin. Yeah. Okay. He, he, because he, Wisconsin uh, why, why do they believe that? Well, because Wisconsin used to be a huge union state and Reagan wasn't really a fan of unions. So he lost Wisconsin, but won everything else. Oh, OK. So I was about to ask which one um, Reagan lost. So well, I guess well, Wisconsin. Reagan, okay. Reagan also Reagan also lost the District of Columbia, but ah. he only lost one state. He lost one state and the District of Columbia. Yeah, dude, D.C., it is actually fucking hilarious. If you look at the election returns from the 2016 like, election, D.C. went like. 85% for uh, Hillary, uh, what, 85% for Hillary Clinton in like the 2012 election. It went like 82% for uh, Barack Obama in the 2008 election. It went like 81%. So it's hovering around 80. This last election, it went 98.5% for Joe Biden. Like, um, the people of Washington, D.C., we're done with your boy's shit. <laughs> they were completely done. But anyway, so yeah. Mike Lindell, Mike Lindell has been claiming for months now. That's that's what he gets that, for gassing them. I mean that. Uh, yeah. Well, it's that it's that um, it's that uh, China hacked the election. They did a hack, you guys. Mm-hmm. And he's very very sure that this happened. But anytime he's been asked for proof, he hasn't been able to generate any proof and and here's part of the reason why it doesn't exist because it didn't happen um but that's <laughs> i was, waiting for, I was waiting for you to go into like a so, more nuanced explanation I, like I, no, no 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 here's why i feel like he exist. comes up with all these theories because he uh, he never for, gets any good sleep because he can't because how is he supposed to sleep with all the scratching right. inside of the my pillows so, <laughs> so he's identified he's He's identified. I think the, I think the the what, what he said is it's it's either it's like ten to fifteen counties, which swayed the election, which actually went overwhelmingly to Donald Trump again, according to him, but are historically that's not the case. So it's like Gwinnett County, Georgia. Right. Gwinnett County, Georgia. It's the Atlanta metro area. It's usually uh, uh, um, well, it, it's it's a Democratic stronghold. This would be the equivalent of Washington D.C. flipping, okay? right? And um, and uh, so anyway, what 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 he's claiming is that China hacked the election data and changed the results. Here's the problem with that claim, besides the fact that they didn't because they can't. Mm-hmm. Is that they didn't because they can't. So it's <laughs> um, so so. It, it, and I think I've explained this before on this podcast, but I don't think anybody that actually watches or listens to us uh, thinks that the election was hacked and stolen, and Donald Trump is actually still the God Emperor President in infinitum. And we had uh, one Russian really mad at us one time. Oh yeah, so yeah, yeah. We loved our some, Trump so much that we made him leave us alone because we kept. We kept responding to him. We never stopped. You have to keep we them tried. as a pet. No, engagement. No, no. We did. Um, we get, no. we engaged the shit anyway, out of him so much that he got for, tired of talking to us. Like yeah. he blocked our troll blocked us. Yeah. <laughs> we try, we try. Like I'm I am not averse to confrontation. As soon as I see someone like 
yelling at us, I yell right back. Was like, like, oh, I, yes. was, I was engaging him while it was, was writing him like mini civics essays in response to everything he so, said. I forgot that. Yeah, I wrote him like, yeah, thousand words. Yeah, gone. Oh, no, I was, I was going to say, like, to, to anyone, how, how to debunk the shit that Mike Lindell was talking about, how China hacked the election systems. Here's how they couldn't and why they didn't. Okay. So, at least in Georgia. All right. I don't know how election systems are set up elsewhere, but here, and I'm pretty sure it's federally required, the voting machines and the ballot machines, which are two different things, are not hooked up to the Internet. They're not hooked up to the Internet. Very, very, very fucking difficult to hack a system on the other side of the planet with that system not being connected to the Internet. So that's just that's just part number one. Part number two. Uh, he and Donald Trump have both said that, uh, oh, the guts of the machine, uh, they, they were switching them out and all this kind of stuff. I would like to know which machine they're talking about because they've never really said what machine they're talking about. But that's neither here nor there because in Georgia, the more specifics they use, the easier it is to disprove it. We we have we have ballots. We have paper ballots. We did a hand. We did two hand recounts of the paper ballots and never found more than a hundred miscast votes. That's not fraud. That's a rounding error. Yeah. Okay. And, and here's the thing. So, and I've explained this before on this podcast, but just for anybody who, who, who cares to listen, here's how the voting machines in Georgia and a lot of other places in the country work. So I show up on day of, I have, or, or, or an early voting. I have my, driver's license i show them my driver's license they have me fill out a a, a piece of paper on a tablet i hand that piece of paper back to them they have run my driver's license through a machine to confirm that i'm a voter at where i'm voting at they hand me my license back and they give me a little green card it's a card like a like like a um like a debit card it has that little chip on the inside of it all that card holds is my name and the fact that the machine should give me a ballot. Now, if this were a primary, it would tell the machine, oh, he needs a Republican ballot or he needs a Democratic ballot. But that's the only information that's on the machine. So you go to the you, 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 go, you walk up to the voting machine, you put your card in, it generates a ballot, you punch out, you know, on the screen, your ballot, you hit next. It tells you to check everything that you've just done. Then you tell it, yes, I'm sure. It prints a piece of cardstock that has all of my vote written, like printed on it. So I can see, oh, yes, I did vote for that. I can double check it. Then you take it over to a completely separate machine, hand a very nice 70-year-old woman the card that was handed to me. And then you take that piece of paper and you put it into the ballot counter, and that's what counts the ballots. And then all the paper ballots go into a lockbox <clears> on the <throat> bottom of basically this giant industrial scanner. And inside that machine are two uh, uh, SD cards, solid state drives. And those are what is tabulated for the computer count. And then the ballots themselves are counted for a hand recount. But by the time all you explain all this, I could have yelled Georgia. fake news like 300 times. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And that's exactly. the problem. It's, and that's, it's so much that, easier to it, shout lies and to carefully explain to them the nuances of the it truth. Is, it is genuinely frustrating watching uh, CNN sat down with Mike Lindell. And the reporter mm-hmm. is sitting there going, 
he literally words that left his mouth were, sir, I don't think you understand how voting works. Mm-hmm. Like this may be, this may be an actual like, like civics, you know, academic civics problem. Like Mike Lindell right. seems to not understand how voting works, but here's the thing. So he's, he's having a symposium. It's going to be online, but it's going to be hosted out of like his hometown. And uh, it's going to be online. So I think he's been banned from and, like everywhere else. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so uh, it's going to be, it's going to be held online, but he has so far, he gave CNN four screenshots that to, to you or me, it just looks like matrix code, but <laughs> the CNN took them and they went, okay, so you're finally presenting us with evidence. They took it to nine separate cybersecurity experts who just said, this is voting machine metadata. It doesn't say anything. It's just machine language of the machine saying, ooh, I got a ballot. Ooh, I got a ballot. Ooh, I got a ballot. Right. Like that's, that's all it shows. It, it wouldn't even so, be. It, yeah. So, and, it's, and so it's, it's, it's what I think happened is one beleaguered IT person at MyPillowHQ has been hassled by Mike Lindell for months to, to come up with something, uh, anything. Just, He's just like here, like, like, sir, here's sir, some stuff sir, that you don't I, understand, sir. I no. fixed the printers here. That's what I do. I fit. We sell pillows. I fix the printers. I keep the Wi-Fi working. And he's like, no, you got to find me evidence of election fraud. Can you hack the system? And the guy just finally got tired. And just went, yeah, right, fine. why not? Oh, yeah, leave the room, sir. I'm hacking. I don't We're want in the... to get hacked while I'm hacking. Like, We're in the know, mainframe. Yeah, full on NCIS. You get someone else, and they're both typing on the same keyboard I, at the same time. You know, like, like, we, I, got I it. Feel... we got all the evidence of election fraud. Quickly yeah. stick it inside of my pillow. It'll be safe there. So I feel yeah. bad. Like you know, like we were talking about. Like Mike Lindell's an honest to god, rags to riches, was smoking crack, had a vision, made the my pillow, became he a went millionaire. From an honest to goodness, broke crackpot to an honest to goodness millionaire crackpot. But I like, had a boss. Just... I've had bosses like Mike Lindell that. I don't remember if this boss did coke or crack, whatever. Either way, he was definitely like a we would we would sit at work on our break, smoke cigarettes and just talk conspiracy theories. And now I just think about that boss. I'm like, what if he had a million dollars? Yeah. Yeah. And you're the president. Well, former president now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Putin's (laughs) puppet. Well, if it makes you if it makes you feel any better, because I want to make sure we get to everything today. um, Do you guys remember um, Amber Geiger? I know what a Geiger counter is. So this this was the this was the I know uh, who HR Geiger is. This was the uh, Amber Amber Geiger or sorry Guy Geiger Geiger whatever she doesn't Amber Geiger. Point point is I know what Amber is. Are we talking about the so the woman the the cop who basically uh, went into the wrong apartment and shot a man to death while he was eating his ice cream. Yeah. Um, Well, recently, of course, she was so sorry about it, yet she still, uh, you know, appealed her sentence to have it overturned. Well, Mm -hmm. um, a Texas appeals court (laughs) upheld her 10-year prison sentence for murdering Botham Jean. As much as that is a fucking miscarriage of justice that she got 10 years for fucking shooting a guy to death in his own apartment because she's too stupid to fucking figure out numbers. Um, I love that they're like, even in Texas, they go, no, no, no! This was fucked up. You should stay in jail. Is this the um, this is the person that it seemed like she was actually um, having an affair with them or something? Yeah, is it, there is was this some, that case. There was some stuff about it that seemed because the neighbors sh- were saying, "Oh, we've seen them together before" or something like that. Yeah, there was some real hinky shit, which made me think that, like, yeah, we covered this on the podcast forever ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the, uh, the, the initial story. I mean, 
I think she has an appeal that she can go one higher to like the Texas Supreme Court, but that's like her last. Yeah. The Oh God. Speaking of the Texas Supreme Court, did you hear that they just um, said that it's okay to arrest Democrats that don't show up for legislation? They've no, been, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They've been talking about that. And like, it's, they were talking about also doing that to Republicans. And I want to say Oregon that didn't show up. There was a whole, mm-hmm. a whole walkout thing, but so right now that's she's, true. she's staying in jail and fucking good because you know, we talked about that story at best. She's You'll the most. In, she no. is more incompetent than Barney Fife. <laughs> oh, golly. That's the best case scenario. Worst case scenario, she coldly gunned down a guy and was like, oh, no, I'm in the wrong apartment. Ah. I, I think that's what it was. Like, she just wanted to kill him and was going to use, well, no, it's fine. I'm white. I just, but I just couldn't believe work. that you could claim castle doctrine if you were stupid. Like I could walk <laughs> into a Walmart and be like, "Who are you people?" and just start shooting <laughs> cashiers, and then go to court and be like, "You know what? I'm sorry. I was confused. I thought the Walmart was my home, and that it was yeah. under attack by a whole bunch of people in blue vests." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, what? What? A, what an asshole! But good, imagine the precedent Texas. that would set. It would make it so much easier for uh, what do you call it? Ser- like mass shooters to get away with it. They wouldn't right. have to kill themselves when they're done. They'd just be like, oh, thought it was my home. That was my, thought bad. Was my, thought was my house. Whoops. Didn't realize it was a target. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, well, and I mean, in the mass shooter's defense, the store is called Target. Exactly. <laughs> what, do you, what do you want? What do you want me to do? What? It's called Target. What do you want? I mean, yep, come yep. on. They call it a Walmart. There's no walls keeping me out. Clearly, they wanted me in and to shoot them. Build that Walmart. <laughs> Build that Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, honestly, maybe that could fix our border crisis if we just build a string of WalMarts across the border instead of I a wall. I hundred percent believe, a hundred percent believe, because I, while I have not worked in the construction industry, you know that the construction industry is hella fucking conservative politically, and I know for a fact that at some point over the last six years, someone. Building a Walmart has annoyed the fuck out of his coworkers mm. by going, build that Walmart, <laughs> build that Walmart every day for the 80 days they were building this Walmart. Somebody, like, I guarantee you that happened. Somebody, like, definitely, the whole time. somebody definitely went to the emergency room with some nail gun wounds that they didn't need <laughs> to have. You know what I mean? <laughs> and just like, if you say it one more time. Um, just once more, Greg. Just wants more. So what do we, what, which one, which, which direction do we want to go to next? We've got some, uh, some Pete science corner. Um, we have two dear Wesley's this time. Cause these are both weird. Yeah. Well, that's, that's good. Cause I don't, I don't have a, everything in the past was terrible. It was all bad. Just trust. Me. Yeah, no, it absolutely, I, it absolutely was. I was um, just going to talk about blizzard more, but we can skip over that. Cause we know the gist oh, of it. It's, oh, I would love to talk about blizzard. activation. I really what, I don't, yeah. what I don't understand I with my... blizzard was like how, how this behavior went on for so long so egregiously and like it was baked into the culture and everyone no, no, no. was expected to believe that this was normal behavior but i mean it's like there were it's obviously it's obviously obviously the video games are to blame i right. there i said it i know i'm gonna get a lot of hate for that but yeah, yeah us and our My good buddy is, jack thompson here is uh we have if a you good point. were if you like you're telling me that like no sexual harassment lawyers like caught wind of this like because it's been going on for years because hey. i imagine if i was like a lawyer that handled that i'd be like Oh my God, baby, we're going to get that boat and that house. Like, you know, <laughs> woo! like this is going to be, man, I'm going to be, I'm going to be my own partner. I'm going to be so well off with this case, you know? 
Well, they noticed it like uh, two years ago and they start the state of California opened an investigation then. Right. So they've been looking into it for the past two years. And fun fact, Blizzard was aware of this uh, investigation going on and they did not tell their shareholders until this big lawsuit came up. So now they're in a fuckload of trouble because their shareholders are like, excuse me, what? You knew that this was going to happen. You knew that the value of the stock was going to be hurt by this and you didn't tell us. So they have a very real, you know, uh, excuse to go to court over this i really enjoy and- how the ceo like was like you know what i'm i'm very disappointed and i plan to move forward and learn and i'm like no Bobby get Kotick. out get the hell out like that would be like if, if, if fucking hitler made like an apology statement at the end of world war ii where it's like you know what guys listen you know what? I, maybe i was exaggerating a bit about the jews i understand now that the, doing a holocaust is a bad thing and i just look forward to the um the ability to learn and grow as a person like get the fuck out i did, I, I, yeah. I did hear another conspiracy theory that hitler did of course hitler didn't kill himself of course of course but um it's a it's a conspiracy theory and one that Crash i haven't know heard I got before, but uh that hitler's whole deal he didn't he didn't flee to brazil or or argentina but that hitler's entire deal this was this was a conspiracy theory that i heard was that he was in cahoots with lenin and stalin the whole time and that he purposefully picked like got in charge of germany fermented all this shit up and then declared war on the soviet union so that the soviet union could come in and destroy germany and have all of Eastern Europe to itself, mm-hmm. and um, and that's why Hitler uh, came to power and was uh, so successful everywhere else, but then lost to Russia. So like so basically, he, Hitler he was a very old man in his own dacha somewhere outside of St. Petersburg. Like so so basically, Hitler was a prize fighter that Peter was throwing Europe. the big fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I could see that uh, where their train of logic is going from, because it really does sound like the prize fighter where they're just like, they're doing so well, but then they're all like, we'll give you money if you throw this fight champ. And he's like, all you right. Know, uh, except for the fact that like, I don't know all of he- evidence, everything like all, all books. Except like, for yeah. all the evidence that says yeah. you're wrong. I mean, sure. I could see it. <laughs> except if you for ignore the- what's going on, maybe it was a, a robot revolution. We're all part of uh, some AI thing now. Except yeah. for the literal tons of evidence that exist in both written and physical form and in living memory, except for all of that. But have you considered that maybe point. you're just a brain in a jar, Peter? You're seeing a simulation and tomorrow is whatever <laughs> we program it to be. Right, man. If this is a simulation, yesterday is whatever we program it to be. A man, I, I always yeah. say, if this is a simulation, why the fuck am I not better looking? I mean, you're well, not I mean, in charge of your own program. Yeah. Are there are there other simulations running at the same time, like a simulation? Yeah, yeah are we real or are we just like uh, you know NPCs? Just that's, what should, here. that's what we should have named this podcast: Three Brains in a Jar. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Two brains in we, a jar, and one's a simulation. And then we just go, "What's even which real?" One? I love it when people get to like when you push conspiracy theories down to the fabric of reality. It's, like, yeah, how how do you know what is real versus what's not real? Like right. at the end of the day, that's really what it boils down to. How somebody, can you separate reality from fantasy? And right. that's where I usually use like uh, what's the principle called? Newton's flaming laser sword, where what? anything, anything <laughs> I love this. I'm in for it. Anything you can uh, run experiments to can verify one way or the other is not worth discussing. 
if you can't experiment with it, then why talk about it? Yeah, well, like philosophically, I had issues with like first principles when I was studying uh, Descartes, like when he's like, mm-hmm. well, I think therefore I am because thoughts are something. And I'm like, yeah, but like, how do you even get to that point where you're like thoughts are something? Like, like I, I struggle, like you have to, um, like, you got to start somewhere. And like, that was where I got stuck on for a long time. I'm like, but then where the fuck do you start? Like, how do you prove the first that you're thing? thinking? Yeah. Right. Cause I mean, a computer can be programmed to say that it's thinking, but is it, or is it just saying that because you told yeah. it to say that? So I just kind of like let that go and move past. Cause it was kind of like, like a circular <laughs> fucking, like you'll never get. Yeah. Least, it's circular yeah, logic. Yeah. You'll never, you'll never crack it, which drove Speak- me crazy. Uh, but speaking of circular logic, um, so Mike Morheim, the previous president of Blizzard, yeeted uh, a few years ago, I guess around the time that this um, lawsuit was coming up. Do you think he just Jaylen, like opened the door, saw all the sexual harassment happening over like a cubicle farm and just like closed the door back and was like, I'm out? That could very well be it because Jalen Brack that took his place, um, he got a lot of the fallout for this and he did just uh, resign like from he did. He wasn't demoted. He just left Blizzard. Right. He's right. Gone. Right. Right. Because like, what he, other is, choice he was he thrown under a bus. Right. Like it wasn't him that created this culture. He might he came in and apparently he's been trying to mitigate it for the last few years and trying to like fix it. But like it was just so much. And he then the lawsuit yeah. came out and he did send like a, a, a secret email throughout the company saying, you know, fuck, we we're working on this so hard. And now they went public with this. Uh, I, I can't believe they did that. Then everyone's all like, oh, you're blaming the people investigating you. And he's just <laughs> like, fuck it. And he left. I, I sort of see where he's coming from with that email. Like he was trying. It's not his thing that he created. Um He could have handled it differently. Certainly like, you know, name and shame the, uh, the harassers, but. Or fire them, fire all of them, fire them. Like, you know what I mean? Like, fuck it. They, they've been on working it. on it. Like the, yeah. the biggest creep of them all, Alex, um, is some F word. Uh, he was like one of the biggest creeps of them all. And he was let go. And I a bunch bring... of others, they were slowly letting go. Because Alex had the, uh, at like different gatherings, like at BlizzCon and stuff, he would always oh, rent a, a hotel room suite. and they would uh, nickname it the Cosby Suite. Oh. Um, like that's how bad it was yeah i would i would just meet everybody in like a big auditorium and be like hey um guys just a, just a quick uh just let me get a round of hands how many people have sexually harassed somebody and everybody that like raised their hands i'd be like well you're all fired just to start with and we'll get i would do it russian style just decimations but mm-hmm. uh, yeah whatever you said peeking out and seeing just like all the uh the cubicles and all the harassment going on apparently that was literally a thing that was going on like people would get drunk at work which okay by itself that's cool but what's not cool is that then they, they would go from cubicle to cubicle what they would call like a cubicle crawl like a bar crawl and get more drunk and like handsy and gropey from each cubicle to cubicle and as they um were now no longer doing their work for the day they would target specifically female employees and say here all of my work is now yours you do it so i can keep drinking and go over there and play call of duty i would have so much pepper spray in my cubicle just anytime Mm -hmm. someone came by i'd just be like you you want to yeah look the fuck Mm -hmm. out so fucking terrible and oh, there's right. like uh, even more testimonials since this uh, came out. People have started to do, you know, like secret emails to um, various content creators online saying, look, this is other stuff that's been going on. There's been uh, twit longers yeah. about people giving their side of things. Uh, a lot of this my, is coming my out. My biggest question in all of this is. Where is Mike Lindell? Is, mm-hmm. No. Well, behind we Bobby said. Yeah, he's behind me. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, your biggest question is, oh, he's a, uh, he's a, uh, my biggest question is, um, you. you know, Activision Blizzard. Okay. Okay. Um, 
why couldn't this have happened to EA? Like, why couldn't someone <laughs> just take out Electronic Arts? Like, because seriously, fuck them. Like, very I, likely it's happening. You're there. Probably, like, the more you're going to look at the shit that EA pumps out, and you're going to tell me that's a healthy work environment. I don't buy it. I I'm don't just buy saying it you can I'm tell saying, the decline of the work environment if you look at their work over the past few years. You could see them like at their peak, and then like around the time the lawsuit starts is whenever they were taking like a massive decline. You in, can uh, quality. probably, I mean, like EA, it's probably hard to sexually harass people in EA because there's probably a ton of microtransactions you have to pay to continue your harassment. <laughs> yeah, like do you not want to be harassed today? That'll be just um five dollars. Um, like EA, EA, but probably it's has... a loot box. You open the loot box, and either EA, I don't get sexually harassed today your ah grippy hands right or like i'm sure absolutely insane as if what comes out of this something insane happens like microsoft buys activision blizzard or or fucking nintendo or something you know that would be because like i want i so want like nintendo or capcom or something to consume konami but that's neither here nor there PR standpoint it's bad from violence in the office place standpoint it's bad from a shareholder standpoint i mean this is you know they are in a very active blizzard of shit yeah like <laughs> they should oh just change God, their name to shit blizzard holy shit a very yeah. active blizzard of shit yeah <laughs> uh, it's rough and i mean the blizzard we have today is nothing like the blizzard we had of the past anyway but it's also people from the past that did part of what we have today like mike morheim allowed this culture to um be created because i see where he was going with it like in the beginning they saw themselves the original uh creators of blizzard saw themselves as rock stars and so they pushed this rock star mentality out and everyone yeah. took that to mean oh it's okay to uh grope and harass all the women around us and it just sort of manifested and festered you know, from there the older i get the more i'm just attracted to what i call a uh, shopkeep mentality mm-hmm. where like i'm just like yeah man let's um let's let's set aside some money reasonably to invest in a 401k and uh let's all go home at five o'clock and um you know be with our families yeah. See, this is this is why this this is why I am very attracted to the ideology of syndicalism, basic democracy in the workplace. Like, you know, yeah. the manager is the manager works here at the uh, uh, behest of the actual workers. Like, right, if right. you're the manager, like, say, well, then are the workers, and Peter is, and and Peter is the manager. Um, and he, you know, touches Linda inappropriately and Linda comes to us and is like, Pete touched Linda inappropriately. We'd be like, oh, very bad of you, Pete. And then um, we could gather all of the other workers together right. and be like, hey, Pete, get fucked. Go find another job. Right. And like, they'll be all like, he touched me too. But like exactly. upper management wouldn't be able to protect my incompetence because like that's what happens with middle managers mm-hmm. for some reason, well, the way it works. Also- and it's also good, like like middle management was very important before the advent of computers. Right. Like you needed delegation. You 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 needed you know someone to really sort this out. And right. now with computers and especially with uh, you know workplace, I'm gonna call them workplace social media stuff like Teams and other stuff like that. Like um, you know Teams and GroupMe and um, all that sort of stuff. You really don't like, and it's actually, you really don't need middle management. And what's, what's been proven actually is that um, the more that upper management delegates to the workers, right? not only does uh, along, you know, with a pay increase, not only does 
that improve efficiency, but that also improves like things like innovation and productivity and all that kind of stuff. And so if you cut middle management, like, like the whole idea of flattening corporate hierarchies is uh, being borne out in the capitalist system that, yeah, if you flatten the hierarchy as much as you possibly can, like there still needs to be a logistics department and a manufacturing department and a shipping department. But like, you know, bring the person in charge of that instead of reporting to a section or regional manager, they just report directly to the CEO. Well, I think the best example of that is if you remember that episode of The Office where they just didn't have a manager for a while. Yeah, and everything was going really Yeah, and he's like, yeah, it turns out people just come in on their own schedule and do work, and that's (laughs) because we're all adults. Um, I felt that way. I felt that way so much in my life, like, like, cause right now it's, I guess it's a little bit different because I, you know, I work for, um, you know, like the city, like for, for yeah. the department of education, you work for the man, but we also mm-hmm. don't have middle managers. You have like the principal that runs a school and then you have the head of each department and like, that's it. And it's great because like, well, the head of each department would be your middle management. Kind of, yeah. but like, but like each department is, I, I, I feel like that's more like you were just describing the logistics and like, yeah. main, you know what I mean? Like, because there's nobody between the head of my department and me. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? Like where I feel like when I worked at um, when I worked at uh, Macy's, I had like six middle managers who were also always very confused about everything. And if and you one make one them, mistake in your yeah, TPS working, report, you'd hear it yeah. from all six of them. Working at Best Buy, the the dude that ran the home theater department one day. So I work for Best Buy Mobile. Technically, Best Buy Mobile is a brand within Best Buy. Like we're not, you know, Best Buy Mobile is separate. You actually have standalone Best Buy Mobile stores. Um, so technically, what is Best Buy Mobile inside your local Best Buy is a store within a store. Right. It's just it's just also owned by Best Buy. But anyway, so like our budget was separate. Our acquisition was separate. We got shipments on different days of the week than the rest of the store. Right. Um, and and one day our manager uh, was sick and our assistant manager was out of town. And so they just said, all right, home theater is going to manage uh, mobile today. This motherfucker. <laughs> made us stay an hour after close, quote unquote, cleaning, while he went and sat in an office to watch us on CCTV. That's mm-hmm. what happened. I, yeah. ooh, I was so pissed. I, I was pissed. Fuck middle management. It's yep. completely unnecessary. Fuck yep. your boss, too. Like, fuck boss. Seriously. For the most part. Yeah. So speaking of organize fucked, and democratize your workplace today for fun. Yeah. Speaking, speaking of mm-hmm. fucked, um, an IPCC report shows possible loss of entire countries uh, within the century due to climate Yum. change. Apparently Pacific yeah. Island nations that are already being battered by like the tides and the cyclones. Um, like, I feel like there's, there's a lot of Pacific islands that are like, woo, we, you know, we didn't get colonized where we're like, well, don't worry, we're going to get to you in that the sea level is going to just make your whole country disappear. You know, I'm kind of in favor of the end of the world because one of my biggest uh, fears of death is all the FOMO I have of all the shows I'm going to miss after I'm dead. But if I know civilization has completely collapsed right before I die, I don't have to wonder, oh, I wonder who the 32nd Doctor is (laughs) going to be in Doctor Who. I know now that I have seen that show all the way up to its very last episode, there is nothing left for me in this world. I can die peacefully. I just want to see... Uh, what I'd like to, I really like to see is I'd love to see some kind of cosmic Deadpool 
for like mm-hmm. what's going to get all of us individually and then collectively first. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. no. um, to go along with this, my Pete Science mm-hmm. Corner, if you will, my like, come on, kids, sit down. I'll tell you some science. Um, the post Dam Institute oh, is predicting an imminent Gulf Stream oh, collapse. How bad's that going to be? Um, apparently not good because I was like, why will that be bad? And I looked it up and apparently, mm-hmm. uh, the Gulf stream is the strongest ocean current in the world. And if it collapsed, um, it's supposed to bring like global cooling and like massive disruption and die offs, which I'm kind of interested yes. to see how that's going to meet with the global I mean, warming. Oh no. That's well, going to happen. Here's the, thing, here's the thing about, cause the, the, the Gulf stream collapsing it's, it's, it's been used for like crackpot doomsday predictions for a while and and it's it was it was back in the late 90s early 2000s it was like uh you know it's the only reason europe is temperate you know and that's because i mean you gotta remember like britain is at the same latitude as nova scotia you know but britain is a much more temperate climate than nova scotia and they've 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 since they've they've since then you know it's it's going to were the gulf stream to collapse you know right now we would see like a 50 year period of maybe a degree or two of cooling. Europe is heated by a lot of different things, not, not least of which is the Mediterranean. Um, uh, but, um, and, it, and it's not saying like the entire North Atlantic is going to freeze over, but the uh, part of the problem, part the, the, the biggest problem of the Gulf Stream shutting down is not global cooling or Britain will freeze over or, you know, uh, whatever. It's actually the nutrients that get mm. taken from the mid and South Atlantic. And it's literally the, the, the current, the current that becomes the North Atlantic current, like what's behind Pete's right shoulder. Mm-hmm. No, your right shoulder. There you go. Um, the stuff coming up through the Caribbean that comes from under South America out of it's a deep it's a deep current. It comes under South America, goes up the African coast. So it, it I'm sorry, I'm trying to point on my screen at Pete's picture. <laughs> comes up the African coast. It's part of what drives hurricanes. Anyway, then it goes into the Gulf of Mexico, swoops around as you see it there, and so. Um, you know, by it's so going to it collapse. No more hurricane season. Gotcha. All of that. Well, no, it's all of that energy has to go somewhere if it's no longer going to the North Atlantic, which means that the Mid Atlantic could heat up if it just gets mm. into like a little circular thing. But to it's stop, already been heating up. Like hell. To, speaking of, this year's been yeah, brutal. But, I had a hundred and ten degree day recently. Oh yeah, we've been getting heat indexes in triple digits down here in Georgia as well. It's um or down here on the coast as well. And uh, but anyway, so it's it's more than likely if 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 the Gulf Stream, the 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 North Atlantic Current, if it were to collapse, it would fairly rapidly get back on track. And we do have some like geological evidence that it's done this. Right, it's happened. It's happened time before. Time. Yeah, uh, but it's 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 happened before, but it's never been like a permanent thing. Right. So well, the bigger the bigger problem is what what will happen with like further climate disruption that's already happening and like um loss uh like like loss of well, species now and, and, and stuff now like the, that the, the 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 moon's gonna start wobbling and it's gonna fuck us all up like you know mm-hmm. it's um it's you uh, know what it'd be great we talked about this before on this podcast there was two things that were missing that that would happen in mills would be great uh one would be uh a solar flare because we're super overdue for one we oh, yeah. like uh, yeah like the the what is it what was it called the uh the, the carrington event 
Yes, yeah. we're was it like in the 1870s, yeah. right? Where um, like more. even like telegraph operators got burned and shit. But that was before yeah. we had all the electronics. That and a really cool thing. We're I think it's called be the hella fucked. Like the I, next time that happens, I think it's called the Kessler effect. It's the idea. All these no, objects. The United States will be fine, but Texas will be in a blackout for months. It's <laughs> there's a um, there's a thing True. that will happen too around the planet where like if a, if if like these satellites and all the space junk finally hit each other, uh, it's gonna yeah. it's gonna cause yeah, a whole yeah. bunch of mini explosions collisions and then we'll be just surrounded with like shotgun pellets and that was destroy the, all the very satellites. first uh pete science corner way back in episode two or whenever it was so one day uh, it'll what, all get yeah one day what, it'll all come called? together that, that effect, Kessler effect. Kessler. right right <laughs> oh so we're... we got a we got a couple of minutes left do we want to get to uh our dear wesley all yes. both of them I'll we'll say um, very quickly, though, that Kessler effect could be like our great uh, blockade to the rest of the universe. Mm -hmm. They're saying that, you know, every great civilization has some kind of uh, wall that comes up that prevents them from, you know, sending super intelligent life to deep, deep space. That could be what happens to us. Like we don't wipe out our own planet or species, but instead we just have so much shit in the atmosphere that every time we send a rocket up, it gets hit by something and explodes. Can you imagine that? Uh, like we, a can build, we, we can build rockets sturdy enough to break through. Yeah, we, it's we the can, disruption. It's, yeah. it's the disruption of all the satellite tech that would be the bigger problem right now. One of the craziest things that I learned, though, okay, so so like we all know the rocket equation, right? Like you yeah. you have to carry a payload into orbit, so you need enough fuel to carry the payload, but then you need enough fuel to carry that fuel. Then you need enough fuel to carry that fuel. Then you need mm. enough fuel to carry that fuel. Then you need enough fuel to carry, like you know traveling long distances. That's it's like uh, Zeno's paradox, like, yeah, like with rocket fuel. Stellar, interstellar uh travel you know unless we find like a breakthrough miracle technology like warp drive or hyperspace or something it's not going to happen but um no what's what's actually fucking insane and it's 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 a wonderful youtube channel if you want to check it out it's called science and it's called science fiction and futurism with isaac arthur and it is an absolutely amazing youtube channel um but uh one of the things that that he's brought up that they've brought up i guess now it's they but um not because he is non-binary but because it's a group of people um but uh is that life can evolve on a planet where the gravity is so strong traditional rockets don't work the delta oh. v is just too much to get anything off the surface and that is i mean that could be keeping a lot of aliens because we have found a bunch of super earths like you know three four times the earth's mass that could be keeping sentient aliens from that would be super you know, dope. being able to blast those off. guys that, that would just be the, the idea of leaving the planet could be the work of science fiction to those them. guys are going to revolutionize soccer man can you imagine how hard they can kick how <laughs> <laughs> uh, if we could like somehow get them off their planet like throw a swing set down pull them up and then oh well, yeah and that, that's one way to do yeah. it is actually have have an orbital hook but you have yeah. to get the orbital hook up there first like yeah that's that's the problem <laughs> which an orbital hook would be a good way to get uh to, to to get interplanetary travel going you just have a bunch of cables rotating in orbit around the earth and every once in a while they come in and swoop through the atmosphere and then a plane will catch on to them and just be carried off into the upper atmosphere and then get into orbit like that's a really cheap way to put shit in orbit you just have to build the hook first and get it up there and that's the hard part Plus, we that? don't know what the, we don't know we know what the hook would be built up we know what the counterweight would be built up and we understand the orbital mechanics that would make it work we have absolutely no idea what the tether would be built out of i was gonna um, say you hear that branson and other billionaires going to space build the exactly hook. build that hook build yeah. that hook well build 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 the cable build the build cable that 
God damn it. Build the see, cable. see, that's, a, see cable. that's a problem, Bobby. You're too smart. You're not, um, you don't, you, you got to come up with some dumb phrasing. Like people are like, build that cable. That doesn't just have the, the same ring. Dun, as... dun, 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 dun. You have three syllables yeah. to get your point across. Then. Right. Then we and, got a and chance. A train, guys, we cannot call it a train. They are linked. Cable pod. train, cable <laughs> train, <laughs> cable <laughs> train. <laughs> All right, so and linemen for the Starfleet. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna write that. I like that. I love that song. I'm gonna write that whenever I, I get out this podcast because oh, that's I know that's, that's a line from uh, that's a line from uh, Mystery Science Theater 3000. Oh, I think it's from nice. the episode. I think it's from the episode Space Mutiny, one of my favorite episodes. That's the one where the super buff guy, Reb, uh, Reb Brown, played by Reb Brown, and they just keep giving him the wrong name. They're like, blast, hard cheese. <laughs> I think I've seen that one. Is that when they're in the little um, scooters? Yeah, and they're just like, buff, yes. talk well. Like, yeah. Yeah, 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 Toro, yeah, yeah, Toro, Toro, Toro. These things are made by Toro. <laughs> Heart pounding, veins oh, yeah. clogging, Mitchell. Our, our favorite is Mitchell with, um, yep. Oh God! What is? Yeah, I don't remember. By his the name way, Calgon, we need more of you. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> the bad guy's uh, name was Calgon. <laughs> For fuck's sake, dear, uh, dear, dear Wesley. Oh, dear yeah. Wesley. Dear, dear the Wesley. Land, the landlord rented out uh, the other room, so this guy rents like a room, I guess, in a house. The landlord rented out the other room to a mom and her two-year-old daughter. Wasn't a big fan okay. of the idea, but I have no input who gets the room since uh, each is a separate lease. Um, I quashed the idea very early on that I will watch, feed, or entertain the kid in any way. Um, Mm -hmm. She's asked a few times for me to watch her daughter just for a bit or share food that I have ordered, but I've made it clear that that will not happen um, ever. So uh, here's the problem. She texted me on Saturday while I was playing a game that she had a family emergency and I need to watch the kid overnight. Um, No response to my texts after that. Fuck that. So I called the cops on them and told them the child was abandoned. And then I went to a movie and put my phone on silent. (laughs) Um, The mom is upset. The landlord got involved. And this guy wants to know, uh, basically, dear Wesley, did I make the right call? I got to say what what Bobby thinks is, yeah, this guy's the asshole. Like, I can understand I'm not your regular child sitter, but family emergency i mean whether or not it's real you're just a garbage human being for especially calling the cops Mm. that's yeah the only thing i the main thing i'd have a problem with is that he left to go see a movie and just didn't stick around to make sure the two-year-old was okay until the cops got there that's what a lot of the responses are a lot of the a lot of the responses to this dear wesley was just like everyone sucks here but you just left a two-year-old like you don't know cop response times aren't fast yeah, there's, there's not yeah. a good person in this scenario however yeah, yeah. you didn't have to crown yourself king asshole of the the the, the rat king heap like right. yeah no yeah. i i do agree i think everybody here sucks also i've read a couple of these now where people are just like they just leave their kid with some random person or stranger or whatever that's that has happened to me too. Like in a group assignments, I met up with someone at the library because we had like a project to work on for class. And she showed up there with her two like really young children. And then she's like, oh, something came up. I got to go. Could you watch them for a bit? She left. And I was just there with the kids for like an hour and a half. It's like, I don't have a problem with the kids. I'm just like, you don't know me. How do you know that I'm not like, dear diary, Jack? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, good yeah. God. Like, I mean, how long was it we knew till the till the subway guy was a creeper, you know? Mm-hmm. like yeah don't yeah. leave your well, don't, actually, don't leave your kids actually, like 
early on that Jared Fogel, early on in Gerald Fogel's career, like, you know, local news got a hold of it that, you know, oh, this guy, he lost so much weight by like walking a whole bunch and only eating Subway. And now he's a spokesman, you know, rags to riches. It's America. Yeah. Yay, capitalism. Uh, yeah. Capitalism solved his obesity. Anyway, like, and, <laughs> like they were going to do stories like, you know, a profile on like this local guy who, you know, made it big. And um yeah, all of whenever they're like talking to the people who lived in the apartment complex that he lived in, whenever he lost all the weight, were like, like he had just gotten famous, and people are like, "Wait, you're talking about the creepy guy, Jared? Oh, no. Jared, the creepy guy from D7? Like that they guy? Probably should have talked to him before they made him their mascot." Yeah, no, this, they, they made my question is does it's, nobody it's a, like a whole nother Harvey Weinstein type thing? Like yeah. everyone nobody knew. knew. Does like that's the thing with like these that's apparently subway? Like, does yeah. nobody do the, the homework? Mark... Like the guy that just for some reason they for some reason decided LeVar Burton wasn't popular enough to host Jeopardy. So they got some producer to host it, and then immediately everybody oh goes, <laughs> everyone goes, Oh, wait, this producer guy is named in a bunch of sexual harassment suits and like wrongful termination by pregnant women and all kinds of other horrible stuff. And they're like, how could we have known? Speaking of, that kind of reminds me of um, Rosa Parks because what she did about refusing to give up her seat on the bus was not unique to her, but they were trying to find like, who is the perfect icon right, right, that we could right. bring up yeah. to everyone. So they had uh, to find someone who was absolutely plot it, plot beyond remote. Uh, one of the like it was like one of the one, one of those moments where this is crucially important we have to do respectability politics like yeah it's, we have um, to we have to show that you know what's going on here is fucked up and the best way to do it is with someone who you know they'll not be able to bring any shit up about because i think yeah, the well, original it, girl was, was like uh a teenager and she to was, do it was a teenager pregnant. yeah and she right. yeah and it was um it was not ideal especially for getting you know, white liberals on board. So, like, you know, it was, um, you know, because like a lot of people forget that Martin Luther King Jr. did not get uh, murdered by the by a CIA operative for trying to get black people civil rights. He was murdered because stage two, after getting black people rights, was a campaign of social activism for yep. economic equality. Yeah, he that started. Was, he started fucking with the money, and that's when they fucking. He shoot started you. fucking with the money. Yeah, yeah, and that was that. That was that was the uh, that was the final straw. Yeah. And I don't know if they still do this, but if you ever if you ever go like like the hotel where he was assassinated is now like a museum, of uh, of 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 uh, MLK. But I don't know if they still have it, but they used to have uh, on the balcony where he was shot, painted on the ground shoe prints, so you could stand where MLK was standing and they had it set up with a laser sight from across the way where the assassin was standing. That seems in so bad taste. See, yeah, right. that, yeah, that feels a like it's in bad taste. Also, oh, you want to know what else was in bad taste? I don't know if I've talked about this here, but um, a lot of people, uh, you know, around the whole kerfuffle about they're teaching our kids critical race theory. And, and then a whole bunch of people go, <clears> well, why aren't we teaching them critical? And the, the fact of the matter is that critical race theory is like a very highly highly academic treatise on history no one has ever suggested i'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead no. i'm gonna go tell you as as someone who teaches the youth every day listen um not that i'm setting the bar low but if i can just get kids to remember events in order yeah. you know what i mean like <laughs> I, the founding of the country then I, the civil but, um, war happened speaking of yeah, doing like, things in the right order people, 
Yeah. I know it's a bit late, but I just thought of Wesley's response to the oh, yeah. uh, Amazon. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, what is Wesley's response? Oh, well, you know, now that you have a free baby, what you got to do is take it to Dairy Queen and McDonald's and tell them it's her birthday. Say, my daughter's <laughs> birthday is today, and then you can get a free ice cream, and then you read it because, you know, the baby isn't your responsibility. But you bring her around. Maybe give her a nice treat after you're full of ice cream. Leave her at the play place, you know? Who's I, love, I love how us getting onto critical race theory and the hullabaloo around it just triggered what the part of Wilder's brain that's like, oh, free baby, free ice cream. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> No, no, no. But uh, so, so a lot of people, a lot of very uh, 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 WMWs, well-meaning white people, um, mm -hmm. uh, got got upset, and they were like, "Well, why isn't there a museum of slavery?" And uh, the fact of the matter is there that there are is. museums. Can uh, uh, they just they, these these well-meaning white people don't know that they exist? Things like uh, the the plantation that I the, the right, former right. plantation out that mm -hmm. I that I've, uh, pumped before, uh, but also um, the city of New Orleans is uh, they, they want to become more of a tourist destination. And so they've got the World War II Museum, the National World War II Museum. And uh, they are also planning, this was kind of this was kind of put on the back burner because of the Great Recession, things, the wheels got turning again, and then we got hit by COVID. Um, but anyway, so, uh, so, so uh, they, 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 they wanted to have the National African Slavery History Museum, and they released the plans for it. And it was like this big hullabaloo about, yeah, you know, we, this is something that's really needed and like all this kind of stuff. But part of the project kind of caught people off guard, and it was they were going to build and keep docked on the river hmm. a uh, complete and historically accurate slave ship. I remember you talking about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And everyone was like, and they were going to offer day trips on the slave ship up and down the river, and uh, this was going to be, you know, very educational and all this kind of stuff. Until a lot of people from New Orleans, especially Black people, were like, um, yeah. So I was reading this, and this looks like uh, I don't know, slavery the ride. Can yeah. we not? Yeah. <laughs> the only yeah. way I'm the only way I'm okay with that ride is if you sign a waiver and you go, "All right, get down below deck, tourist. We're going to yeah. West Africa and yeah. taking this boat, and you're going to get the full fucking experience." Yeah. And then we send white people from America to Africa as like a reverse thing. That's and then a, sell them to the know, local warlord. Yeah, you you guys know one of my favorite books in the world is uh, World War Z. Yes, Remember yes. they made a movie that was loosely based on the title of that the book? Okay, so I got um, something to say about that. The, the guy that wrote the book, um, they the asked movie. him, yeah, well, they asked him, they go, they go, this is so different from the book. Why did they buy the rights to your book? Then have you develop a script that they didn't use? And he goes, I don't, I don't, I don't <laughs> fucking know. I don't even know why they named it World War Z. They could have done something else with it. Like, why did they buy it? Make me write a script and then not use it. Yeah, because no, now but, he can't uh, actually have the World War Z movie made because yeah. they've one, already used the title. One one of my uh, one one of my favorite moments in that book is that because in the uh, because originally in the book they think it's a rabies outbreak and that that rabies uh, a highly infectious strain of rabies is running rampant through uh, South Africa and parts of Central Asia, and everyone gets this vaccine for rabies. And a whole bunch of people don't want to take the vaccine and a whole bunch of people are lying about the vaccine. And South Florida is where a shit ton of stuff starts popping off with this new strain of rabies. And it's because a shit ton of people are not vaccinated for this rabies, at least they think, but the, you know, it turns out it's not actually rabies. 
Well, anyway, and um, a whole bunch of people from South Florida flee the United States as the government begins to collapse and arrive in Cuba. And they have to, like, they're, they're immediately put into refugee camps. So it's like middle-class white Southern Floridians nice. are now in refugee camps in Cuba, like all around Havana. And they're like, you know, we're being made to work. Uh, you know, we have to do all that. We have to do all this farming and all this kind of stuff. And like eventually Cuba sort of morphs into uh, a, a Caribbean Singapore. And it's, uh, yeah, I, I just thought yeah. that, that was one of my no, favorite that, parts. That, that's book. what made me so mad about the movie was the book does such, such a good job of giving you individual stories and then yeah. doing these these really amazing like, I kind of. I thought the movie was going to be the story of the narrator from the book. Right. Because like we get everyone else's story except his. And that's whenever they were like, oh, Brad Pitt. And he's like, you know, in the in the trailer, they're like, you know, we need you to come back to the UN. I'm like, oh, good. It's the narrator. Right. It'll right, be right. the narrator's story. And then it had absolutely nothing to do with the book. Because the book like, does. Kids, it's, kids read World War Z. It's an amazing fucking oh, again, book. It's, I it's, wanted it's, to see a cinematic recreation yeah. of the Battle of Yonkers. Right. And I yeah. thought we were going to get that because like they, in the trailer, they had like, you know, the, the, the you know, the, 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 the mid rise apartments and whatnot that are clearly just outside Manhattan, like on fire and stuff. And like, you know, they're running through a supermarket. I'm like, Battle of Yonkers. Give me the Battle of Yonkers. I want yeah. to see it like, they, you know, they, where uh... the superior military force of the modern U.S. military is defeated by shambling, mindless zombies it was, because they're not fighting the right kind of It would have, if they ever yeah. get a chance, I'm like, make it a TV show, release it on Netflix. It's too big for a movie and it's too good, man. Like, oh, you know what? I'm actually going to go reread that book now. Yeah, yeah. Like when this you, podcast you is over, I'm going to reread that book. Do we got time for one <laughs> more, dear Wesley? Sure. Uh, we can. I'm very right. hungry though, so let's smash we'll, this out. We'll, we'll wrap it up here. All right, to dear Wesley, the free ice cream as fast as possible. <laughs> exactly, dear Wesley. I've been back to the gym now that there are zero <laughs> cases of corona in my area. I've been a member of this gym for three years. I've regularly worked out with uh, two other women. One of the women recently brought along her friend. We worked out together. Everything seemed fine. Uh, we went to the changing rooms that are open, and so she goes on to describe the changing rooms. Every gym has changing rooms like this that I've ever been to. It's like a big open space. You can see the showers. You know, there's just rows of lockers. Um, so they're there. And the new woman immediately starts making comments about like, I feel like I've died and gone to heaven. We're referencing all the naked women. Um, so this lady goes to shower um, and she's close enough to her friends to hear the other woman go, uh, man, she has my favorite body, uh, flat tits and a fat ass. Try calling her name. I wanted to turn around so I can see her pussy. Um, so like the other women with this woman are laughing. The lady in the shower is like, oh, my God. So she gets out of the shower. She goes, um, she well, she she sits in the shower till the lady and their sexual predator friend leave um, and then goes to the gym and tells them uh, about what happened. And the gym goes, oh, oh, no, we're going to revoke her membership immediately. So she gets a text from her friends going like, what happened? She told them that she let the gym know and she was very uncomfortable. Um, so her friends uh, told her that uh, she that the girl was just joking and that the comments were just to them and she wasn't meant to hear. She was being a stuck up homophobic bitch. Um, the other woman also sent a long message about how disappointed she was in me. And she didn't think that I was, quote, one of those. She said in her message, I should have come to them before reporting her to the gym. 
Uh, I feel terrible. Also, no. What, uh, what, what, Wesley, dear Wesley, was I an asshole? The, uh, well, first I'm going to say, like, okay, so if someone's sexually harassing you, uh, they are not worth the, um, the effort to talk to them first. Like, just go ahead and get someone else to deal with them because someone who is actively sexually harassing you could be fucking dangerous. I don't care what their, uh, gender orientation is. Uh, so secondly i okay what would wesley say oh well you see you are the asshole but it's for going to the gym but i was going to the gyms for assholes what you gotta do is stay home on your couch and watch tv um i've been in an ice cream and i just i like free ice cream i like that they were like you're homophobic and i'm like i don't think she would have been okay if it was a man that was like hey girl let me see them tits like yeah uh, like a guy walking into the women's shower at a gym hey girl let me see them titties turn around yeah like i don't think that's what makes it not okay and the fact that these other friends don't understand that leads me to believe they may not be very good friends you know yeah like yeah. she's joking well i mean maybe she shouldn't maybe she's just never heard well, in her life what... that it's not okay to say things like that to people and that most people won't take that as a joke and also i didn't take it as a joke well that's what shitty people do though right they do really egregious things they go hey, and then they say hey, i'm guy. just joking hey guy i'm yeah. just joking i'm just joking like, i would have been like what the fuck is this gym owned by blizzard what the yeah. fuck that like, really is something that a lot of assholes do is after being an asshole they're like oh i'm just joking to try to like you know be like oh well if you're not laughing then i mean or if everyone's not agreeing with me then clearly i'm just i'm just joking when you give me that look yeah, it means exactly. it's just a joke i feel like if i was in the shower and i heard him go hey there's, get him to turn around so i could see that fucking dangling i'd be like dude there, there's a really great uh there, there's a really great uh uh um meme that someone created and i wish it had gotten more traction than it did when it came out like three four years ago but it's basically like a fedora wearing youtube intellectual holding a shield that says it's just jokes bro and doing like this and yeah. then behind him yeah. is just fucking nazis and it's yeah it, yeah it's um it's not just jokes bro it's sexual harassment and far-right ideology like yeah it's uh that's just, that's gross. i'm already uncomfortable being naked in front of fucking other naked strangers anyway just in general i'm like i don't know these people and yeah. so i just imagine if i was at the y and some old guy's like mm, he's got the body i like short fat and got a little dick i'd be like <laughs> i'm fucking leaving this is super uncomfortable <laughs> yeah. you know? so you're like a running commentary while you're trying to take a shower is um my god it's like everything you'd be scared of taking a shower and like back in high school whenever you had to do that stuff yeah this is pretty people. much your, your your i feel like your high school like a lot of guys locker high school room. fears being played out in this point yeah, in real time mm -hmm. um because also yeah. she's gonna do that to you do you think she's not doing that to other people in the locker very room? likely is doing it to everyone else so you're making this a much better place for everyone at yeah. that point yeah 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 fucking Oh, I just like I also like how they not only call her homophobic, but they go, you're stuck up. Uh, oh, you're such a prude not wanting to show your vagina to strangers. It's like, oh, yeah. all right. I thought this was America. <laughs> I'm I sorry. Thought America. America. I thought this was America. Yeah, this is America. Well, guys, this is America. Um, anything you guys want to plug before we uh, call it a day? Uh, yeah, speaking of going back to school, you can do so in Super Lad, one of the uh, two Dusk Belt books. It's about a kid that gets superpowers and does not know how to handle himself with them. So he ends up tearing everything he loves down around him. Very fun. Kind of like uh, when I went through puberty. Yeah, basically, it could be considered an allegory for puberty. So check that out. And uh, any of the socials, Pete? 
Um, we do a thing on Twitter, I think. And then there's also another thing on an email, but I don't know the names of them. At those muckrakers on Twitter or those muckrakers at gmail.com. If you want to send us your own, dear Wesley, and find out if you are indeed the asshole or find out if Wesley wants to have free ice cream with you. <laughs> Bobby? <laughs> or find out if Wesley wants to have free ice cream because of you. Uh, <laughs> very likely he'll need it after hearing about your story oh that's just so disappointing if you're interested i can't believe in... those ladies are so mean i'm gonna have tons of free ice cream with this baby i found if you're interested in free babysitting please uh send us an email at those muckrakers at gmail and we'll give you wesley's exactly address one email <laughs> feel free to feel free to send we'll give you the address so you can send your kids straight to wesley's house Yes, and if you'd like to support us and support the podcast, send uh, gold bars and five dollar green dot cards to Wesley. Uh, I love green dot cards. <laughs> nothing good has ever happened with a green dot card. Nothing good nothing. has ever happened. Like there's been a few Christmases that were made good by a green dot card, but everything else is just, it's scams all the yeah, way down. Yeah, it's it, just yeah, the, the whole green card industry. Oh, just man. like just like turtles holding up the earth, <laughs> all the way down. Yep. Turtles, turtles, and more turtles. Thank <laughs> you.